Welcome to our bonus episode of SCI Care, What Really Matters, the Edinburgh Conversations. I am Dr. Ali Jumus, the president of the International Spine Cord Society. You are about to hear a selection of interviews recorded live in Edinburgh during the course of the 60 Seconds Excos Scientific Meeting. Each bonus track will have discussions with speakers, delegates, partners, ISCOS committee chairs and teams attending the ISCOS 2023. Join us to find out what the hot topics of the day are within SCI Care. We uh, hope hi. you enjoy. My name listening. is uh, Eric. I work for Humanity and Inclusion and I'm a physiotherapist and I have been a member of ISCOS since uh, 1999. Hi, I'm uh, Geraldine Jacquemin. I'm a PMNR uh, doctor. I work in Montreal, Canada and I've uh, been uh, doing a uh, a few uh, work with uh, humanity and inclusion, also known as HI. Now, being here and having benefited from the, the different uh, workshops and having been contributing as well to the program of the, of the ISCOS conference, we feel that uh, we, we were able to highlight also the plight of uh, people with spinal cord injury living in areas in the world that don't get much attention for, the, for their care or for their plight. Of course, the creation of the emergency committee more recently has brought us in touch with conflict settings, has brought us in touch with earthquake settings all over the world. And uh, we realized then as well that the, the existing features, the existing uh, tools uh, were not always adequate to be able to answer directly to the needs of people with spinal cord injury in these settings. I think in this sense, uh, the, um, the SCI toolkit that we discussed about yesterday is probably going to be uh, um, a good thing to be able to have kind of a common language when we in countries who yeah. want to develop their yeah. spinal cord yeah. uh, program. Yeah. And yes, it will be definitely a game changer in a sense that there are a lot of initiatives where spinal cord injury care does exist. Of course, it has its flaws. The flow for the, and the pathway of care for the patients is not always very uh, very smooth, but uh, a toolkit, for instance, can identify where are the weak links in that pathway of care and where we can strengthen these weak links, either it's in an emergency situation or in a development context. And for us, the development context, uh, of course, we, we have experiences in uh, Southeast Asia where governments were very uh, eager to respond to the needs to improve the lives of people with spinal cord injury in their settings. But we feel also that there is another unfortunate trend with uh, upcoming conflicts where, uh, of course, this, uh, this idea of um, wanting to support people with spinal cord injury is not at all present anymore and, and not prioritized. And I think here the, 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 the committee and ISCOS is also learning a lot among its members on how to address that. I think that the workshop that uh, was organized by uh by Colleen and in which we participated uh, yesterday was very relevant uh, and we had some nice comments. Huge, uh, I think it was a huge success because uh, the audience was very interested. We were at times even intimidated by the numbers that were present and that kept coming into the room on one side and on the other side there is a huge momentum where the committee has achieved a certain capacity to respond very swiftly and uh, when we talk about the latest events in the last uh, three to four months, uh, we were able in days after the events, such as Morocco, uh, 
uh, where we were able to already be in touch with actors on the ground to, uh, to support them on Spinal Cord Control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been very instructive to, to hear about the different kind of uh, the, the different kind of way people can participate, the different angles of view, the different types of, of areas of the world. Yeah, and, and we've been discussing um, regarding that, Eric, we've been discussing about having the ISPAS more accessible for uh, people in these areas where there's a higher conflict, yes. uh, yeah. such as, uh, well, or, or conflict or needs, yeah. such as low and um, yeah. middle, middle income, income countries. countries. And uh, yeah. of course, the SCI eLearn um, website is very instrumental in having, at different languages, being able to, uh, to, to use this as a teaching ground. Yeah. Uh, there is, of course, also the, the toolkit, as we discussed before, that we can make much more sensitive to emergency issues and data sets that where we are confronted and maybe you can be more specific on giving remote support directly to people on the ground on a regular basis in a, in a, in a spinal injury se uh, setting where we need to simplify the tools, we need to simplify the means to uh, extract the crucial data that can help people with spinal cord injury to get access to care much more quickly while the existing tools, let's say in developed uh, countries, are quite uh, difficult to, uh, to, to use if your background or your knowledge is, uh, is, not, is not sufficiently uh, standardized. So we need to simplify the tools as well, and that is, a, that is a learning process as well. And Eric, maybe you can comment, because there's been some um, massive online training for nurses, for PTs. Um, we haven't had such a massive online training for doctors. Might be interesting. Uh, that would yeah. be interesting to look at this, yeah, because we have been focusing yeah. a lot on the workforce, uh, the, the paramedical workforce, yeah. but yeah. it's true that uh, the doctors also, they yeah. need that know-how as well, and having access to the simplified tools because they are key in orienting and in steering that pathway of care for the SEI person. But as far as as far as uh, making making uh, the ISCAS more accessible, I think the e-learn is good, SEI toolkit is good, we're thinking that the convention might be also convention location uh, might be something interesting to look into. I think it's in discussions. Yes, so, yeah. it's in discussion as well. I eh? we will need to, to, to look that down the yeah. line as well. Eh? Yeah. And and what the last message would be really that the public and the members of ISCOS that are genuinely interested to intervene and to make a difference for these settings, that we can develop methodologies where they can also contribute with their know-how, but. Um, on, uh, on a remote basis and contributing there because of course there are huge barriers to go directly on the ground and to help people because uh, we see that with the upcoming complexity of conflicts this is very very difficult and very complex so the remote teaching is maybe something we need to uh, look more into on how it is possible how it can be made more effective and which networks we need to tap into to make sure that uh, that it has a sustainability as well in the future. We hope you have enjoyed listening to our bonus collection of Edinburgh Conversation from ISCOS 2023. As always, you can listen to these episodes and all episodes from the podcast provider of your choice. If you have any questions or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Email them to admin at iscos.org.uk. ISCOS also invites you to the 63rd ISCOS Scientific Annual Meeting from the 22nd to the 25th of September 2024. To save the date and more details will follow on the 2024 themes, submitting an abstract and early bird registration. Thank you for listening.